Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Sorry, I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Just the Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Heinel. Today, I'm joined by uh, one of my really good friends, uh, one of the wrestlers I used to coach. He's like a little brother, than me, uh, little brother to me, Nick Montabano. What's up, dude? Happy to be on. What's up, Austin? What's up, man? Uh, so, for people that don't know, I mean, tell them a little about yourself. So, uh... Graduated from Seneca Valley High School last year. Uh, was a over 100 win wrestler. Took eighth at uh, last year's Powerade. I uh, was an NHSCA medalist my freshman year of high school, and I'm now wrestling at the uh, at American University. Uh, I'm in my redshirt year this year. Uh, unfortunately, I had my season cut short by an ACL tear. Uh, she got surgery about a little less than two weeks ago. But uh, I ended my freshman redshirt season four and five, so I'm pretty happy that I got a couple wins under my belt. But yeah, um, it's a little bit about me. Where did you place? Uh, Shippensburg? Uh, East Stroudsburg. East yeah, Stroudsburg. I, I, uh, I took fourth at the East Stroudsburg Open. I, uh, I placed ahead of former number one ranked in the country, Ryan Anderson, which uh, shout out to him. Ryan's a cool dude. I was talking to him a little bit at that tournament. Uh, I was, I was pretty happy with how I did down there, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so this episode, we're going to be recapping the the 2019 Powerade tournament that just happened this past weekend. Um, I was there coaching uh, our Quaker Valley guys, uh, and Nick came out to support a lot of the OMP and Seneca Valley guys. So we got to see a lot of wrestling, and Powerade might be my favorite tournament. I love Powerade. It's, I felt so awesome being back there. Uh, oh, well, Powerade memories back when you wrestled, my favorite match was your blood round match uh, <laughs> against uh, Luca Augustine from Waynesburg. Yeah, that was a fun one. Overtime thriller. Augustine was hot that se- was hot that season, gotcha. coming off beast yeah. metal, yeah. right? Didn't he? Was he at Iron Man? Nah, no, because Waynesburg was it wasn't at Iron Man. Waynesburg was not at Iron Man. They went to Beast and then uh, immediately went to Powerade because we did Iron Man and Powerade. They did Beast and Powerade. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we. Like, losing late in the third, clutch Granby roll to get the escape, to send it to overtime, and uh, Augustine gets to a single leg, like the same takedown that he scored on you first. Yep. And then you're like, you're like rubber kneeing out, whizzering, hopping around, and you dive underneath for that leg pass. Oh, if people can go back and watch it, you can hear me yelling in the background. Oh, I, I'm I, going nuts. I, I watched that video a couple <laughs> times, that, hearing Austin's voice in the background. That was pretty cool. He, he um... It was, yeah, 3-1, because I gave up the escape in the second period. Uh, then he got the locking hands in the, in the third period. Watch the locking hands and the, Granby, and the Granby in the third, at the, with 20 seconds left in the third period, ended up tying it, sent it to overtime, and that was where the standing fun came in. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. And I, I've never wrestled at Powerade. My team was never fortunate enough to be invited at Shaler, but um, first experience going was when my brother's senior year, uh, he was able to go and he placed uh, seventh. He wrestled Pippa there, didn't he? Yeah, Pippa for seventh and eighth. Yeah, he's a he was losing and then M- M- Mikey pulled out a headlock <laughs> to win it. But it's just a really fun tournament. It's a lot of great wrestling. You, um, it's nice getting those guys from different states that come in. A lot of nationally ranked guys. Wyoming Seminary. 
Um, even Malvern Prep this year. Oh, they're hot this uh, year. Oh, yeah. They, and their schedule was loaded. Mm-hmm. Loaded. Um, yeah, it was just, again, a lot of fun wrestling. Uh, I guess we, what, started at 106? Heck, yeah. That back that bracket got busted. Yeah, but, I but, mean... You know, yeah, I mean, it, it's the seeding. It's the seeding, you know? Like, um, like I know, or who was... No, I'm thinking of, like, Chavez wasn't seeded. Uh, uh, at Chavez, 120. Yeah, at 120. Chavez, no, he was the eighth seed. He was the eighth seed. Was he the eighth seed? But yeah. he's, like, nationally ranked. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, I think he was number 12 in the country or something yeah. like that. Like, those tournaments get real cheeky, and, like, they only weight... They weight their medalists, like, really high. Uh-huh. Uh, and they and they seed like if you medaled at Powerade that gives you more of a boost than like being a state runner up. Like take like meddling seventh at Powerade the year before, like that'll out that'll seed you higher I think than like a state runner up. Oh yeah, I mean think about one sixty. There were so many guys that were. I mean I think that was one of the weight classes that had, I think five returning Powerade medalists. Luke Augustine was the third seed at one sixty, and he had. Neither neither state credentials or power rate credentials because I mean that I was the one to knock him out of uh, uh, in the blood round and uh, states he fell short in the blood round losing to Tanner Updegraff. Oh, then how did he get seated? Uh, I think his Beast tournament uh, after um, wait Beast or Iron Man Iron Man he took fourth because he lost to Gabe Arnold from Wyoming Seminary. Well, and that gave I think that gave him a pretty high seed. Well, you might not know this. Well, I don't know what discretion they take on their end, but whenever like as a coach, we have to input our rosters through Flow. Oh, okay. And when it asks for seeding criteria, all it asks for is your current record, last year's record, uh, uh, last year's uh, state and region. I believe mm-hmm. like your state and region credential, or maybe it's just state. No, I think it does ask for region. Maybe it does. Um, he was a yeah, because he was a fourth in the region after because he got pinned by Colton Jezero. Oh, so he was a state qualifier. He was a state qualifier. He lost actually. He he lost to the kids who took second and third. He lost to Cam Connor in overtime. So that is interesting. And then he lost to Updegraff. I think that was an overtime. Yeah, that was an overtime match as well. And then Updegraff ended up beating Cole Handlovic for third and fourth. I mean, not, I mean, it's just we're just bringing up Luca because. It's just that, that, was that, that's spe- that specific instance. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just interesting with seeding, how it kind of goes in this tournament. And, like, it's I, I, it's like the tournaments all have rivalries with each other. They don't want to mention Iron Man at all. Like, whenever yeah. they were doing the Parade of Champions, they were only mentioning Powerade credentials and state credentials. Yeah. Like, uh, for all, like, the nationally ranked guys and stuff. It's just because, like, they're always in co- competition, like, who's the best tournament. Well, the thing that baffles me is that they don't seed freshmen at all. Uh, Gabe except for 106. Except for 106, because they all are freshmen all 106. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing but freshmen at 106. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple, but uh, Gabe Arnold, for instance, like the kid, the kid who beat him, uh, Wyoming Seminary kid at 160. You don't think that kid's gonna knock off seeds at Powerade? Well, he's a freshman. Get... Arnold was a freshman. Arnold is a freshman. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So he, I mean, he made it to the semis against Jack Bloomer, lost a close one, seven two. Uh, I think Jack ended up pulling out two back points at the end. It was cl- real close, three two. Jack took him down and then uh, turned him, but um, that kid wasn't seated. He was a Ironman third and was not seated at 160. The fact that that's an insult. I mean, there's a couple other good freshmen. I mean, uh, underclassmen even that should be seated higher, but because Powerade doesn't seed guys that are freshmen and upper weights, uh, I think that should change here in the future. Well, like, sometime soon. Well, like, 
I know we go to the Allegheny County tournament, and their seedings usually, like, are really off. I mean, but they do take in consideration Iron Man, Powerade, Beast, Metal. As they should. Yeah, right. Yeah, as they should. But then, um, like, they get, like, I mean, like, I understand head-to-head wins in current season, but they only take in that into consideration in the top four. So mm. if the weight class is really loaded and say, like, if your seating criteria isn't as good, especially as a freshman, like, you get, you get screwed. You get a screw job, yeah. Uh, all right, terrible. so let's just get into these brackets. Sweet. So, One, so 106, if I could just say, uh, like, who I was most impressed with was Briar Priest. Yeah. Briar Priest. Absolutely. Unseated, knocks off the two-seed Daniel, Daniel Sheen in the round of 16 from Wyoming Seminary, and it wasn't close. He beat him 9-3. That's some, that's, that's some PA wrestling right there. Yeah. It was all, oh, I didn't, after looking at it, he was only... He was losing three to two in the second period, going into the third. Sheen takes neutral, and Priest takes him down and turns him, and then turns him again, and ends up beating him nine to three. So something tells me I didn't actually watch the match, but uh, something tells me uh, Priest went big. And Priest is dangerous in the semifinals. He knocked off uh, Brandon Wenzel from Montoursville, pinned him with 18 seconds to go. So Pri- Priest is definitely someone to watch out for at 106. I was watching him a lot over the summer at like a lot of different tournaments, like Battle on the Berg, West Pendles. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, what was that one tournament at North Allegheny? It was a dual tournament. Oh, yeah, I wasn't there for that. Yeah, he was on a, he was on a team there, and I got to saw him wrestle. He's just he's, – he's, he looks huge mm-hmm. at 106. But he looks he, – yeah, he actually he's cut, shredded. He cut from 113 because – when we wrestled them, when well, we, yeah, because he didn't weigh in for the quad meet, right? No, he, he did. He wrestled. He wrestled. He weighed in. in. Yeah, he he weighed in and wrestled. He teched Tyler Chapel, and funny, both of them wrestled at one thirteen. And uh, wait, someone was telling me that he didn't wrestle at the quad meet. That was Ethan Bergink. Ethan Bergink didn't. Oh. Wrestle. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, no, I don't. I have no idea why, but uh, Bergink wasn't there. Yeah, but he's just like he's real tough on top. He's real long, lanky. He's got good uh, <clears throat> cradles. Bars, legs, halves. You know, he's really fun to watch. Yeah, but I mean, Mac Church is dangerous. Kid works hard. Uh, shout out to Mac and shout out to Mac's grandpa because I was talking to him for a while at Powerade uh, going back to when we road tripped up to – oh, we didn't road trip, no. That, uh, we just met them there. Sixth, my sixth grade year, me, Mac, and Colton Stone King – were wrestling at the New Way National Tournament in April 2013 uh, up in Michigan. What a memory. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's a, he showed me a picture of way back when when all of us placed there. What was Mac, eight? Uh, he, was really, <coughs> he was really, I mean, he's a freshman now, and I'm a freshman in college. Uh, is Mac gotten, I don't know, has Mac gotten old, held back in high school? I don't think so. So if he's a true freshman, then... In high school. Yeah, in high school. That's so funny. In high school, yeah. And he puts him at about 14 or 15. And I'm 19. I'm going to start calling high school kids that get held back redshirt sophomores. <laughs> I'm going to start calling Crookham a, a redshirt sophomore. Uh, uh, but yeah, that puts L. Put him about eight. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, uh, check, check again. I don't know if he let up an offensive takedown. or only, Other than escapes. Yeah, uh, first round match against Chad Ozias, won twelve to three, and uh, one stalling point and two escapes. That was 
That was that match. 12-1 against Callan Bowman from Chestnut Ridge. And one escape. Uh, Bowman's going to make some noise at double A. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he had a good tournament as well. Uh, 3-1 against Van D. One escape. 8 nothing against Ethan Lipson from uh, Howell, New Jersey. Uh, no points scored. Oh, wait, no. I think I think Priest did take him down. Nope, 9-1. to one. No, he didn't. He, nope. Uh, Mac owned him in the finals. <laughs> That's right. I uh, took him down too. Yeah. And he, I thought he had the cradle. I thought he was going to spin him. I thought I he thought was going to pin him too. Yeah. He's just... People, he's hard to score on. He's fast to legs, and like he's dangerous. I mean, he like he can lock up a cradle at any time. Um, he has his dresser dump um, that he's almost patented. Yeah. But a lot of kids know that's coming now, so I think he's adjusting and just going near cradle. Yeah. But man, he's he's a lot of fun to watch, and uh, I'm always gonna be cheering for Mac. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another guy, one of six, who I thought had a pretty good tournament. Vinny Kilkiri, freshman from Greater Lake. Oh, that dude's electric. Yeah. Uh, Little fire plug, dude. Yeah. Real real stocky one of six. He goes upper body. Uh like he'll jack you up. Yeah. Uh <coughs> in the round of sixteen he met uh state qualifier from Mifflin County, Nick Allison. Uh sticks him in overtime. Sticks uh the seventh seed Nick Allison in overtime. That's a freshman from Greater Latrobe. I think an undersized one oh six. Yeah, he's real, he's definitely short, he's but he's short. thick though. He's, I mean, he's he's jacked. Him and Tyler Chapel are the same size. I know they, those two used to wrestle all the time in junior high, but those are always fun matches to watch. T- uh, Vinny always had his number, but yeah, that, that Vinny had an awesome tournament. He after beating Allison, made, making it to the quarters, he lost eleven seven to Briar Priest, and that was a really really tough match. Uh, Vinny was actually own. He was actually winning the match. He was owning the match. Oh, that's right. And then I think Priest went ice pick or like I think Kilkiri had an underhook. <laughs> Priest went like two arms under. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, uh, who calls it an ice pick? I because um, I, I never had a name for it. But oh, uh, McLaughlin, Chase McLaughlin. Oh, the where is he from? Uh, Jamestown. Um, yeah, Jamestown. Yeah. I think he calls it an ice pick. I think I heard his dad was yelling it whenever he was wrestling for us. Yeah. Oh, you pulling it up? Yep. Oh, yeah. See, I told you right there. He goes... He's going for the escape. So, Kokiri's winning 5-4. Here we go. Underhook and just lat drops it to his back. I remember watching that from up up top. Ah, wow. I did not even notice. He held held him there. He even got... got I thought he was going to pin him. I thought he was going to pin him. Kokiri's tough, man. He has that fight in him. Wow, even looking at the size difference between and, they, and, and Priest. And, and PIAA wants to get rid of this weight class. Yeah, not a chance. Not a chance. It's the most fun, it's most talent. Most talent, out of, I think. Who wants to see, yeah. Potential talent. I think like, if you t- take talent, like, because obviously a lot of the weight classes have a lot of talent, but just the talent potential, I think, is, is, is 106 is, takes the cake with potential studs that come out of that weight class. Yeah, I mean, look at... Look at history just in Seneca Valley alone. Uh, Lewis Newell, 106 as a freshman, uh, ended up being a four-time state place winner, two-time finalist. Alejandro Herrera-Rondon, who was just on your last episode, 106 as a freshman, won it as a freshman. Uh, growing into 132-pounder this year. Uh, Flow Wrestling had one, AA 106 as the toughest weight class in the country last year. Well, you look, you look the at state it. There were four, uh, what, the semifinalists were all four nationally ranked kids? Yep. Or not, I'm sorry, not four semifinalists, but uh, or, but there were four kids in that weight class that were nationally ranked. 
Uh, was it Gary? Oh yeah, because Burkett was in the semis, but he wasn't nationally ranked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, well, it was Gary Steen, um, Sheldon Seymour, Sheldon Seymour, Levi Haynes, yep, Joey's Fisher. Jeez, that's tough. They want to get rid of it. Why? Yeah. Why would Why would you even consider that? On to one thirteen. I would say yeah. Let's move. Let's move on to the next weight class. One thirteen, taking the cake. Gary Steen over Carter Dybert in the finals. Who Who you think highlights the tournament? Uh, who had the best tournament in this in this bracket? Honestly. I think I have to give it to Steen. I yeah. mean, he just, he looks solid. I mean, he frustrated the heck out of Divert. I had I thought Divert would, especially coming down from 120, I thought he'd have the size. And I thought that um, like he, that he's just a solid wrestler. Divert's, I think, really fun to watch. Yeah. And But, I mean, I, Steen frustrated the heck out of him. He's hot. Divert, right yeah, Steve, uh, coming off that Ironman title, uh, I mean, he did have the greatest Super 32. I believe he won 0-2. Yeah, that's I right. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. He didn't have the best Super 32 tournament. But I don't know what happened. Must have been a wake-up call. But uh, Steen uh, just, again, looking solid. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think he was really threatened at all. Diver had no answer. Um, yeah, it's about Steen. Um, open round match against my man, Hunter Swedish. Shout-out to Hunter. Uh, making, making Steen sweat. Uh, thirteen to two major. That first round. Yeah, first. Uh, Hunter ended up getting him first round. Um, Hunter ended up battling back to the blood round, then lost to Luke Guybig from yeah. Mount Pleasant. Hunter, yeah, Hunter had a great tournament. Battling all the way back, almost had the takedown at the end in overtime, or not in overtime, to send it to overtime. Uh, I was getting, I was getting some real deja vu because it was on the same mat that I won my blood round match. Matt Juju. So we, I told you, Matt Juju. That so, was a thing. Like it was so weird that you brought that up because every time I, I don't know, because I always bring it up, being in that Cannon Mac gym, like because every tournament is held in that gym, mm-hmm. like uh, Whipples, my senior year was in that gym, and mm-hmm. like I always point to the Powerade mat. I'm like, that's where I wrestled my last high school match. <laughs> <laughs> I always point. I'm like, that's where I lost my my uh, my my last high school wrestling match, and like and then uh, like. All the big matches that happened, I was just like, "What else happened on that mat yeah. in that spot?" Was the you same know? was the same ref there? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just like weird, like juju type stuff. Yeah, it's, but um, in that overtime or the I keep saying overtime, I don't know why. Uh, in that real close match, uh, guy big ended up topping Hunter Swedish three to one. Uh, real late escape for Hunter. Hunter was struggling with him on bottom because guy big is real long and lanky. Hunter's real short, stocky. Uh, Hunter ended up getting a late escape with 15 seconds left. Um, turns it into a front, turns it into a front headlock. Guy big dives in on a leg. Hunter, all Hunter needed to do was uh, drag in the armpit and go behind. But Guy big was too long, hanging on. Uh, Nico Taddy had a great tournament. Yeah, I was just about to say he medaled. Yeah, he he reminds me of a little Alejandro. Yeah, just how he's built. Uh, unseated takes fifth, knocks off a couple seated guys in the way. Uh, drops a close four not yeah. Uh, beats Mason Prinky uh, from Connellsville five nothing. Blanks him. Nuh-uh. Yeah, fifth seed Mason Prinky returning state fifth I think. I believe. Yeah, returning state fifth. Taddy, I think Taddy's a freshman. Uh, knocked him off five nothing. Um, to drop him down to fifth and sixth loses to Brennan Stern. Oh, do you know who we forgot at one oh six? Tebow. Yeah. We forgot about Tebow. Tebow. Tebow got hosed. <sighs> <laughs> I, that match Let's just be... leave it at that. Go watch the match. Uh, Tyler Chapel so from Seneca Valley, mad. 106. Go look at some of his matches. It was against a two-seed or three-seed? Three-seed. Go uh, watch it. Senior 106, may I add. 
That kid has been a senior one oh six. That kid has been a hundred and six pounder. Oh, since and they his were booing him too. I think um, the crowd was booing him after because I think they all knew Tyler won. Because all those calls sucked. <laughs> those calls were terrible. I shout I have out. the ref. I have the ref that what that ref that match is listening. Shout out. <laughs> shout out Tyler Chapel. Yeah, Just, shout out Tyler Chapel. Oh, but then he he blood round, double overtime again. Oh no, it was it was in blood round. It was the round before the blood round, I believe. Was it? Yeah, because um, he didn't make it to the second day. He made it to the, yeah, because it was the Conti three oh, right. against Chad Ozias, and then Ozias loses the hooped from Cam Mack eleven eight. Patented t- Tyler Chapel position, Merkel. Yep. <laughs> you just had to return him and ride him, but he's trying to force a turn and he gets caught on his back. It's reversed. Yep. Told him you gotta hold on there. You can't can't go for that. Oh Merkel. man! Sh- shout out Tyler. Yeah. Love that kid. Let's go to one twenty. All right, well, moving on to one twenty. Uh, actually, unfortunately, the only bracket that the one seed did not make the finals. Um, uh, my quote that correct? Poor, poor Dylan. Poor Dylan Chapel. Yeah. Shout out to Dylan. No, 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 no. Uh, one seventy. Reads my beat, uh, O'Neal. Oh, yeah, with the yeeted headgear. Yeah. <laughs> the kid chucked the headgear 100 feet across the, across the way. Sorry, so the second one of two weight classes were the ones he did not make the finals. Yeah, reads my beat, O'Neal, uh, 70. Aiden Lewis tops Dylan Chapel in the round of 16 in overtime, gets a takedown out on the edge. Uh, who do you think? Ha- I think he, I think honestly. That wasn't first round, was it? No, was it was round of 16. Second round. So Dylan won his first match against. Uh, Stevenson from Dubois pinned him, and um, <coughs> what do they call the bronze medal that you win? Like it's like the heaviest bronze medal if you lose first round and battle all the way back. I uh, couldn't tell. I don't you. know. Like it's like it's they call it. There's like a <laughs> some people have different terms for it. Like if you lose first round and come all the way back for third. Yeah, and I'll, we'll get to that. In like a Steen did that at states, but I forget what they call it. Yeah, uh, we'll get to that in a second. Who are you most impressed with? I I'm being a little biased here, but I gotta say Dylan. Because so here's why. But before I get into that, let me tell you about the first round match that sent um, Dylan into the Concies. So before Dylan wrestled against Aiden Lewis, there was a top ten state match in the round of thirty two, and that was Ethan Bergink and Aiden Lewis. Lewis ended up beating him four to two, but that that first round match so freaking tough to have that as a first round draw. That was a first round match. Yeah. No round, way. Round of 32. Uh, uh, unseated? Or was that it? Two unseated wrestlers. Lewis and Bergink. Wow. Yeah, let's see if there's any others like that. Um, Costa Moore and Cole Bayless. I mean, those those guys aren't as high caliber as uh, Bergink and Lewis, but still, those are two tough kids. Shout out to the Bayless family for having two <laughs> kids going to Harvard. That's great. Yeah, that's a, that's a high <laughs> IQ family. And uh, Oh, and older brother Gage at uh, U Chicago. That's a good school, too. Okay, Chicago, Illinois. What kind, of, what kind of brains they got in that family? If only. <laughs> if only. Hey, American. <laughs> yeah, American, yeah. I'm just, uh, I got to get my grades up now. <laughs> uh, what was the finals of this one? It was uh, Hauserman versus um, Chavez. Oh, uh, Chavez. From uh, Arlington Martin, Texas. He's fun to watch. Who, he's Chavez? scrappy. He's really scrappy. Yeah, I've seen I've seen him through the years, in my in my years of, uh, going to national mm-hmm. tournaments in elementary. Yeah, see him. Hauserman pulling out another overtime win. Yeah. That one against Joey Fisher, that was tight. Shout out to Joey. Joey's a homie. 
Oh yeah, shout out Joey. I want to get Joey. We gotta link up. We gotta get you on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I would say maybe Joey kind of got a little, little hosed on that one. I agree. Uh, that I thirty agree. second, that thirty second, that, or I think it was the second thirty second ride out, where uh, Joey was kind of on the way of getting a reversal. You could possibly say it was one of loss of control. It was like a leg pass situation. Hausman was just hanging on a leg. Uh, Joey Fisher had him split out the back door, kind of covering the hips, had a wrist, right? But it was kind of almost that leg pass type situation. But uh, I think they called it time expired, and they didn't award any points. It was, it was really chippy. Uh, it was actually really exciting. I mean, when even when there's controversy, it makes it for a very exciting match. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the matches like those are the ones you want to see. Right. Uh, Just yeah. thinks that sometimes that some kid has to come out on the bottom end of it. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, Hauserman pulled out a 2 nothing ultimate tiebreaker match against Joey. Joey Fisher. Reversal in seven seconds, or six seconds. So, quick, pretty quick reversal. In, oh, yeah, uh, in, last, the, in the 30-second ride-out. In the last ride-out, yeah. Um, but... Here, here's why I think Dylan had the best. Dylan Chapel had the best tournament of the 120 pound bracket after losing to Lewis, an electric match, yeah. over, a fun overtime match. It was one one going into overtime, but it was crazy scrambles all around. Yeah, in his drop down match, he actually catches the uh, reigning beast seventh placer from the week before, Brandon Crowder from Christiansburg, Virginia, and so that was his first match in, in the, the Concies after losing to Lewis. He drops down and gets that barn burner. He wins four to two, goes on to beat Cole Bayless seven to one from Reynolds. A blood round. He gets Nazir Wilkinson from the Bullis School in Maryland. Shout out to Wil- Bullis School. Some of those guys. Come Wasn't out he to losing that match? American. Uh, no, he was. Oh, it was tied. And he <coughs> he tilted him twice. Oh no, he was. Um, he was losing one point because uh, Wilkinson took him down after Dylan got out in the second period. That's uh, right. Because I remember third period we're tied. And just old Pennsylvania wrestling. Rips, rips some wrists and gets some tilts. Get, collects a couple back points and yep. makes the podium. Yeah. So Dylan punched his ticket to the podium. He runs into Dean Del Vecchio from Malvern Prep. Malvern Prep has always been hot this year. Shuts him out. Six Was Del Vecchio always at Malvern? Is he a freshman? I, no. I couldn't tell you. I feel like I've seen that name before <clears> on a different team. <laughs> I know, I know. There's one of the guys on that team that uh, was at a different school before, but yeah, he he blanks him as well. Uh, reversed him to his back. I'm sorry, no, he didn't reverse him to his back. He reversed him, and then he turned him with a couple seconds left, the second period. Uh, <coughs> moving on to his Conti semis match, beats Ryan Michaels in an electric overtime match. Dylan, uh, unfortunately, like, he, uh, Ryan did. I think got hurt at the end of that match. Yeah, Dylan was telling me he felt bad. Uh, he saw Ryan go down. Ryan didn't want to take the injury time. Shout out to Ryan Michaels. That kid's so dude, tough. He, dude, he's, he is fun to watch. He's fun to watch, and he's just gritty tough. Doesn't want to stop moving. Campbell's got a good one. Yes, he does. Yeah, that's right. He did commit to yeah, Campbell. Him, him going to Colat, that'd be sweet. And this, this is and this match right here, Not I mean, Dylan knocked off a couple seeds on his way. Dylan was the one seed going into this tournament, a former runner-up. Um, here was the match that... Made me decide that this is that the he was the top performer at 120. Uh, Gregor McNeil from Wyoming Seminary, he uh, the fourth seed, 
knocked Dylan off at Iron Man, was the one to eliminate him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We were watching that match. Um, end of the first period, almost has Dylan stuck in a cradle. It, five nothing. That's right. He was yeah. down five nothing. Dylan was down five nothing going into the second period, out of almost almost getting stuck. I thought he was stuck at the end of the first period. Dylan comes back to beat him eight to six. So he not only does he come back from a basically early, almost it was basically like eight unanswered points. Eight unanswered points, absolutely. It was probably an escape that he got. <clears throat> Yeah, and an escape at the end, too. It was an escape with, like, 12 seconds left. Yeah, eight unanswered points. Uh, okay, wow. it says an escape with a second left, but I don't think it was that close. Yeah, I don't think it was Probably that close. Probably was just awarded. Yeah. <coughs> but, um, but, yeah, that's why I think Dylan had the... That was a deep weight class. <laughs> yes, it was. Like, with how many state, like, runner-ups and state finalists that were in that bracket from different states and from PA. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right, moving on, 26. <laughs> I think we just I think we just go straight to the finals. Uh huh. I mean, I mean, we could probably talk about how good Phipps looks. <coughs> Phipps looks solid, like really good. Like yeah. if if it wasn't for the slam, oh, you're sick, bud. Just let it out. Yeah. <coughs> just let it out, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'm holding it in. I'm trying. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna grab a drink real quick. All right, here we go. I'm gonna pause it. Okay. Holy shit. All right, I had to resuscitate Nick. He's back. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I'm feeling a little under the weather. Couple cough drops later. Couple cough drops and a throat spray later. All right, we were at 126. 126, that crazy finals match. Um, it's funny, I um, so Kurt Phipps beats Nick Buzakis, the one seed from Lyman Seminary, by disqualification illegal slam. Uh, it, was, it, it was pretty blatant. I, I think it was a slam, but... I mean, like they were, they had to go to concussion protocol. They, I mean, since it's an illegal slam, couldn't they go to head time, like to that five allotted minutes? Or since it's an illegal slam, it's just two minutes. Yeah. So I, I actually, I looked at um, Vince Diagostin, the head coach of Norwin, looked at his Twitter, and he was very upset at how things were handled in that match. Um, <clears throat> the fact that Kurt only had two minutes to recover. And then he had tw- he only had twenty seconds left for the trainer to look at him, uh, and Kurt with I think three seconds left said he was ready to go. Yeah, he was up on his feet. Yeah. So, uh, so, um, in my opinion, for how much match we got, that match could have been a classic. Oh yeah. That match could have been a classic. That could have been like a weird chalk versus Marsteller type match. <laughs> yeah. Like way back when. Like. Me seeing Phipps like be able to wrestle through those positions and handle his power and even sneak a takedown like nice slick go behind, I, I was like, yeah. I mean, because you look at Buzakis from two years ago, people were scared of wrestling because he was just this bull of at a, at the time eighth grader who would just go out and bully you and pin you. I mean, he pinned his way to the finals unanswered. Um, a fifty-five. Who, who gets a fifty-five second pin in the semifinals of Iron or of Powerade? That is just absurd. And the fact that Phipps was able to take him down, wrestle with him, and over and just knock it handled and bullied by Buzakis, that you're right, that could have easily been a classic. Um it was t- so at the time it was tied three to three and the slam gave um Phipps a point. So it ended up being four to three at the time of the disqualification. But nah. That would have uh, that match could have been one of the greatest matches, power rate history. 
Yeah. One of maybe the greatest matches, high school matches of all time. That's what I saw the potential of because that's how good Phipps looked. Right? And for him to be able to stand up to just a stud than Nick Buzakis. Yeah. Uh, speaking of unseated freshman, Rocco Welsh, I thought looked really good. I thought he had the, you know, he had the best tournament here at 126. Unseated freshman um, takes a low place at Ironman. Uh, even though I'm sure he's, he was expecting himself to place a little higher. Uh uh, take takes a five one win over Finn Solomon. Oh, he didn't place a beast. He didn't place a beast. You're right. So he takes a low. I think he took seventh at Ironman, uh, but does not place a beast, and takes a fourth at uh, Powerade. Do we call Rocco a redshirt freshman? I would think so. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, first so for the record, I you can get <laughs> as hell's back as many times as you want. I don't care, but it's just you know. It's all it just you know we're just stating the obvious. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is what it is. You got to own it. Not, you get held back. You transfer. I'm not gonna hold it against him. No, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> I I, t- I tell kids like, hey, maybe she get held back all the time. <laughs> look, uh, look at our uh, our two boys, our two Coles, Cole Reese, Cole Spencer. Oh, shout out Cole Reese, shout out Cole Spencer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get to Cole Reese at 182 here. Yeah. But yeah, 26. I mean. I'm just upset that of what the match we could have got, like if they would have went the distance. Yeah, because that could have been a lecture. Yo, dude, I could have rewatched that match probably a bunch of times. Yeah. All right. So moving on, not a whole lot of surprises at 126, 132. Jeez, that 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 one had my heart racing. Uh, Gabe Willishell tops one seed. Alejandro Herrera on one of my best one of my best friends and brothers. Shout out to Alejandro. Uh, Gives up a late reversal in ultimate tiebreaker to uh, to give Willishell the sixth seed the title. So I have we were kind of talking about this earlier, but uh-huh. I have a lot to say about this match, right? Or at least to just this tournament. For the record, <laughs> I'm actually a giant fan of Gabe Willishell. After watching him last year at uh, Powerade, um, one of our Quaker Valley guys, Connor Redinger, mm-hmm. wrestled him and wrestled him twice actually, quarterfinals, and then for fifth and sixth, and like. He went out and just decked Renninger, like, out the gate. Like, just cradle power halves, like, dangerous. And, and Renninger's no slouch. He's just, Gabe is so fun to watch. He is, he is literally, he has electric running through his veins. I'm going to start calling him the electric sink. Or the, oh, my God. The kitchen sink. Oh, he, he just throws everything at you? Gabe, the yeah. kitchen sink. Dude, he show. is electric. Um, and so, like, I was cheering my butt off for Alejandro in that match. Absolutely, uh, me too. I'll, so, like I said, I, I, Alejandro, if you're you're listening to this, which I'm sure you are, uh, I said there's been two times where my heart has raced for your matches, and that was your finals match in the state finals against Kurt Phipps, and then Powery finals this year. Oh, dude, only, that Phipps match was nuts. Uh, only times my heart has ever beat out of my chest for you. I've been pretty smooth <laughs> otherwise. So, just again, I wasn't telling Ali this beforehand, but. Uh, going into that match again, I was not excited about the matchup. I mean, Willichell was hot. Like, like uh, if this was like a dual meet, I'd be like, hey, maybe like you know, like he is dangerous, but, you know. But like, going off of pitting the Iron Man champ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the that. three seed. How much? How a crazy his tournament was. He didn't make it out of the first period to the finals. No. Yeah. First match uh, gets a minute and eight second pin. Uh, 49 second pin in the round of 16 and then in the quarterfinals meets this 3 seed Drew Munch from Wyoming Seminary Munch hits him with a mean dump 
He dumps. He dumps him. Oh, and he crazy. steps over. Yeah, yeah. And he steps over. No, I mean, well, no. Um, didn't he step over? No, he he got it clean. Uh, got Willis shell to his stomach. Um, I think he tried going for a tilt. Um, and Willis shell was able to step over and sink it to a headlock. Oh and just yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Uh, That's right. Yeah, semifinals uh, against two seed Patrick Noonan. Catches him on his hip. Yep. Cradles him up. And that that sucker was tight. And Noonan's a stud. Like I was more worried about Noonan going into Powerade. I'm like, Ali, I'm like, who's gonna come out of that bottom half? That bottom half was loaded, and I, and I was thinking those big three: Munch, Willichell, and Noonan. I mean, look at. But I thought Noonan would have been that top. I think Noonan would have beaten Munch. Well, that's what I predicted was Munch and Noonan in the semis, and I had Noonan coming out on top. I actually see. I had Munch coming out on top after his tournament. Um, Munch, Munch's style. He just likes to score points. Oh yeah. And, the fact that he beat Ethan Miller, who was the kid who knocked Alejandro out of the winner's side at Ironman, the fact that he put up 10 points on him, that's why I had my money on, on Munch. me, it's just like, I've watched Alejandro for so long. It's all matchups. Mm-hmm. You could be, uh, like, you could be Austin DeSanto. I think Alejandro could slow him down mm-hmm. to a one nothing match. Uh-huh. Right? It's just Alejandro has that ability. He wrestles that style. And, and you kind of play with fire, you play with fire. Um I mean, people kind of give Ali some some shtick for like, hey, he doesn't score a lot of points. He's not offensive. I mean, he. I think I think he took a a handful of shots in first period. He got in on Willichell, great drag to a single. Um, he was head outside, but did a good job of trying to tuck it behind the knee, try to run the corner. Um, got caught in some different scrambles again. He was just probably really scared of getting cradled and pinned. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He absolutely has to give Willis Shell some respect. Hell, he decked his way to the final. Yeah. And, it's really hard to do. He got uh, um, OW and um, most pins in the least amount of time. And for that reason, I think he was the, the hot wrestler of this of the 132 weight class and the tournament. Oh, well, well deserving of OW. And yeah. plus, in, in overtime, Alejandro, like, he was diving in on shots. He got extended. You know, he was being offensive. Uh, more thing, I think he just needs to be able to get out on bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and one last thing uh, that uh, what everyone was kind of booing about was the uh, penalty point that we were kind of asking for. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in the in the moment, right? We were just we were cheering for it because I know from my experience, one of our wrestlers at Quaker Valley, I forget it might have been the weekend or two before, uh, that exact thing again, not harm. Again, nothing. It was just harmless. You know, you just you're just lifting that leg to throw the boot in, right? We've yeah. all been. We've, I mean, that's how I've been taught to throw legs in. You know, like, you can use your hand, like, reach back, elevate that foot, slide your foot in. We thought that's all good and dandy, but our guy did it. Boom, no questions asked. We got hit for a legal hold. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Now going into that match, it was kind of like just, uh, you know, emotions are high. We're yelling, right? You know, you see something like you just want some consistency, you know? We're just asking for the refs. Now, hindsight, do we want to win that way? No, no, not at all. Not. That, I mean, not at all. Exactly the way Phipps didn't want to win that way against Bizakis. Like I tell Alejandro all the time, you just got to score. <laughs> yep. We got we, we to score, right? We got to score. <laughs> and, Get the legs and score. Right, so, I mean, <clears throat> pro- great freaking match. Props all to Willishell. Still a huge fan, and I can't wait to see that match. Uh, plenty more times. Potentially the team tournament. Potentially at individuals. You know, potentially at Hershey. Could be another... We, uh, we can get three more installments of that. Yeah. Which that's gonna be exciting. Which I am excited for. Who shouldn't be? Who should who shouldn't be excited for that? Right. 
38, let's go. Moving on to 38. What I should have been the match of the night, um, I mean, no, no hit on um, Feldman and Stout for being the match of the night. Uh, this should have been match of the night. Powerade rematch um, of a couple years, uh, two years ago. Sam Hill against Bo Bartlett. Bo Bartlett topped Hill against five to three. Uh, uh, Bo just, I mean, Bo handled him the whole time. Yeah, I don't think Hilligus was able to threaten him at all. I mean, there was like one close flurry, but then I think Bar- Bartlett was about to toss Hilligus to his back. I think Sam. Uh, yeah, it was like, huh? Do you think Sam bailed from there? Oh yeah, I think yeah, it was like it was a dangerous. Sam was going in for something. I think he was going like under hook, maybe like trying to jack him up to a single, if I can remember correctly. But, uh, Bo Bartlett kind of just like tossed his hip in real hard, and I, like Hilligus went flying, but he bailed out, and I don't think. Uh, and I think that might have been like the last takedown. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. Or uh, no, 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 there was no takedown because full score is five three. That's right. Because I don't think the score was tied at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Hilligus ended up getting two escapes in the third. That's right. <coughs> um. Uh, I I hate to be biased to Seneca Valley of how. Oh um, no! Wait, yeah. How, performance oh, of the weight was Chan Sheer. Chance down. Freaking sheer. Sheer electricity. Man. Shout out to Chance. Sheer force. Shout out to Chance. I mean, opening round, getting a second period tech fall, and uh, catches third seed Kenny Kaiser from Sagertown. First match. Uh, the only kid he didn't pin from a headlock. Yeah. <laughs> elevator. The elevator. Yeah. Classic Chance Sheer elevator. <laughs> that was, I mean... Chance was losing three nothing, and uh, hits an elevator, puts Kaiser to his back and sticks him. And it was kind of weird. I mean, well, props to Kaiser for coming back uh, and making the podium. Yeah, uh, lost a tough one to Henson. I think it was two one. Yeah, it was a bummer. But I was surprised. Like Kaiser's a powerful dude. Like Kaiser has some explosive. Like he's explosive. The thing, and, I, the thing I like about Kaiser's style is that he's nonstop forward motion. That's something we preach a lot in the room. Um, he, uh, like, just him not being able to, like, kind of just bridge or push. Like, I would expect him to be able to, like, either, like, bench, <laughs> bench chance yeah. and push him off. But I don't know. Maybe it was just, maybe he, like, the strategy of bridging. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It just looked like he was, like, planking. And he kind of just went shoulders flat. Chance wrapped him up. Got the fall. And, that was a f- awesome And then it was moment. just all chance the rest of the way. First period pin against... Kessler in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Uh, 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 37 second pin after that match against Kaiser. Uh, then Bartlett, you know, I think Bartlett is a, a, a definitely a veteran. Kind of knows maybe to stay out of those types of situations. I think Bartlett, no, I, you know what? After rewatching that match, I think Bartlett started out a little scared. He, I mean, he, usually he'll go balls to the wall and... Uh, Attack a guy out of the gate. He was a little. He was a little conservative to start. I, I mean, Chance scared. I mean, Chance went there right away. He was going to those positions that he wanted to be upper body. You know, over hooks, um, looking to step through, looking to again rip a head off. But I think he kind of got caught with his head down. You know, left his head hanging. Bartlett did a nice job just collecting the head, looking for that pancake cow catcher. Yeah, after uh, after Chance lost to uh, Bartlett, he catches John, John Altieri from Norwin. Who had a nice win over? Who did he beat? Whitmer. Yeah, that's right. Whitmer and then Caden Berger. Yeah. Both four two matches. Both state medalists. 
Yeah, and then Chance sticks him like, like it was nothing. 48 seconds. Headlock. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I mean, yeah, Chance was just pure electricity. And, I mean, if he would have done it to Bartlett, I feel, even if he would have lost in the finals to Hillegas. He got Henson, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even, well, he got the first takedown against Henson. Yeah, but he did. I think Chance said that he might have tweaked his ankle. <laughs> I mean, not to make any excuses, but, uh, I mean, Henson started really starting to pick it up on his feet. Uh, he really started pulling away in that match. Yeah. But, yeah. But even if Chance would have pinned Bo Bartlett and lost to Hillegas in the finals, I would have given Chance the OW. No, yeah, <laughs> he would have been my vote. I would give, yeah, that would, would, he would have had my vote too. All right, moving on to one forty-five finals match: uh, Lackland McNeil over Eric Gibson, nine to two. I didn't know they could wrestle in Canada. <laughs> That's right, McNeil is from Canada. <clears throat> I guess it is wrestling is wrestling because don't they do just folk style up there or freestyle? Yeah, because United States is the only place in the world where yeah. folk style. I wonder exists. how. He probably just was like, you know what, I'm going to go to this school, and they have wrestling, and he probably... I want to know when he started wrestling folk style. I want to know. Me too. Yeah, that's a, that's an awesome experiment. Uh, How come... Does anyone know that? Yeah, please please add us if, uh, if someone has the answer to that. Um, Panero Johnson had a great tournament, and McNeil could totally shut him down. I could have seen that being a totally close match. Well, because uh, Panero, he can shut people down. Uh-huh. Panero, like... He can keep he's, it real tight. Kid's a little bulldog. I, I absolutely could have seen him knocking McNeil off in the semis, but um, McNeil pinned him, cradle. Dang. He cradled him up and stuck him. Uh, I but, missed that match. Yeah, my opinion. Uh, Actually, I don't think I saw any of Lachlan McNeil's matches. Yeah, probably because Redinger was probably up at the same time. Probably, yeah. Um, he the only match of his to go the distance was against Gene Quadala in the round of sixteen. Um, it was twelve to four major. The rest of them were pins. Didn't Quadala come back to take like third? Quadala wrestled um, Antonio and Emilio in the round of, of the blood round. And Antonio pinned him. And typical Antonio style. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Antonio. Uh, hit the Antonio. He hit the Antonio. Quadala went double boots in the beginning of the third period. And Antonio reached back and stuck him. Punched his ticket to place. Um, but in my opinion, the one who had the best tournament here was Mason Spears. Mason Spears in Franklin Regional. He took sixth uh, as an unseated. Made it to the quarterfinals. He knocked off... Kip Ninninger from Christiansburg, Virginia, nine to four, in the round of sixteen, and uh, wrestled Eric Gibson in a real tight three to two match. That was only three to two. Gibson only beat Spears three to two after uh, Gibson in the match before wrestled with tough Enzo Morlachi, uh, tacked him eighteen to three. I'm a huge I'm a huge Eric Gibson fan, and he's such a nice kid too. Shout out to Eric. Like. Uh, it was. I was really. I was really disappointed that he didn't end up meddling at Super Thirty Two over yeah. this back in October. Um, had some tough losses, but I mean, I mean, he he gave Lachlan a scrap, like. Yeah, he did. Was, I remember that first opening, first opening takedown sequence, like Lachlan in on a single trying to finish. Literally, I think it took him maybe twenty seconds to try and finish that single, and then ends up locking up a cradle. I think that's what it, I think that's what scored him the two points was he locked up a cradle and Gibson was able to defend that not go to his back yeah split out end up getting the escape and then after all that it was two to one yes that's right after all that wrestling scores only two to one two. and Gibson's still in it you know and but uh, Gibson was I don't think was able to get ever to get, uh, able to get on his offense uh, get close to a takedown 
but I think McNeil's solid. Yeah. He I mean, and he looks huge at forty five. He really did. Yeah, I mean and Gibson's not a small yeah, no, forty five yeah. either. So he, he yeah, he dropped, yeah, yeah. He 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 dropped from fifty two. Yeah. I mean with Gibson It's all that Canadian bacon. <laughs> oh, I can't call that real bacon. <laughs> yeah, how can they be that good at wrestling? Yeah. Their bacon sucks. You know? But I mean okay. I, they got good fishing up there, I give them that. <laughs> they got really good fishing up there. Good fishing and good sightseeing. Uh, Quebec's pretty beautiful. Uh, I can't. I can't say I give the tournament the. Like I said, Mason. I think I was real impressed with Mason. Uh, even though Gibson had a really solid tournament as well, uh, teching Enzo Morlachi and then majoring Ty Linsenbigler. Currently oh, number yeah, one. That's, but, yeah, you know, uh-huh. I remember that. Ten to one. That was, uh, that surprised me a lot. How badly he beat him. But Spears, after dropping to Gibson, beats Jack Gray from Mount Lebanon 5-3. And then knocks, beats Antonio Emilio, teammate, good friend of mine, 3-1. to one. Uh, And then dropped only a 4-2 decision to Panera Johnson, Kansi Samuels. <clears throat> and then loses a uh, close one to Linson Bigler. So even though he ended on an even number, but even like, he lost 3-2 to Linson Bigler. Uh, they're, two seed, and they're going to see each other a bunch. They're going to see each other again. Same section, same division, same way. They're going to see each other a lot, I agree. Let's go, 52. All right. Ed Scott, unanswered, 11-6. Honestly, Braden Roberts, I thought, would have given him a tougher battle. I didn't. He I, didn't? I mean, not, I mean Br- Roberts is tough, but I've seen what Ed can do. Roberts is <laughs> dangerous, dude. And he's, like, I mean, he, he pinned Redinger, like... Nastiest dresser dump you've ever seen. Mm. Nastiest dresser dump. Nastiest low leg cradle. I saw. I I, oh, I only saw Connor on his back. I didn't see uh, the whole that whole match. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ed, I've seen what Ed can do. Uh, wrestling, my wrestling at my first college open, the Clarion Open. Um, Ed came in as a high school senior to the Clarion Open. Clarion Open, the tough college open, and he came as a unrostered high school senior. Goes to the finals, Tex and majors his Tex pins and majors his way through the tournament. Goes to the finals against Brock Zacherl, super senior. Oh, I can finally talk about this. What? I talked about this match on like an episode, a lost episode, like a couple months back when that first happened. But then I never, <laughs> I never ended up posting it. There you go. Because I tweeted, I asked the tweet, I said, "What do you what like what? How many swipes does it take to get four near fall in college?" I just tweeted out the poll. I'm like five swipes, or like five swipes, four swipes, because it's four swipes. Four it's swipes is four swipes is four points, right? And like out and and most people voted five swipes. <laughs> most people voted five swipes. You get four. Really? Fall. It's wrong. That right? is wrong. Because in the match, whenever he, whenever Ed Scott throws him, right, tosses him to his back from that single leg position, like over under type, toss him to his back. You can watch the. Watch the video. The ref counted four swipes and like got like a half a swipe for the fifth one. Oh, okay. And then like I think they went out of bounds or time they went out. No. And the ref comes up and only awards two near fall. Uh, Brock ended up getting to his stomach. I was I watched yeah, yeah, that yeah. too. Only, like he because like he was going for the fifth swipe. Like normally like refs would just stop at four, hold four. Mm-hmm. What made me think that the ref didn't know the rules because he was going for that fifth swipe, you know? And like, fourth swipe, that's four points. And I think, 
I mean, nothing would have said that Brock couldn't have come back. I mean, him being a seasoned veteran, you know, mm-hmm. and there was definitely a lot of time on the clock uh, in that third period. Or was it the second period? I think it was the second period. I think it was the second period. Yeah, right. yeah, definitely a lot of time left, and like nothing says that he wouldn't have come back. I mean, he did because Ed had only like a one point lead. I think his score was eight seven Zach roll, or seven seven six. It was seven six. Yeah, so like, um, I think, but that throw I think only gave Ed the like a one point lead, I believe. Um, but, actually, I think it might have been four to one at that point because I think Zachary got out from bottom in the second period, and Ed. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Back. That's right. Um, yeah, that would have been a huge game changer, like lead wise. Yeah. You know, like maybe that would have changed Ed's tactics, especially thinking like, hey, I got this big lead. You know, hand fight, wrestle a little bit more. I mean, like, when you're in a tight match, you're, you're, like, you're definitely still staying offensive, you know? Like, if you're only winning by one, you kind of want to not lay off the gas. But if you have a comfortable lead, I think it definitely could have been a different match. Absolutely. Um, Finally glad I got to get that get that out of the way. Yeah, there Free. you go. I, get, I gave you your segue. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one's not a super obvious one. Uh, best tournament, 152. I got to give it to Connor Keevan. Even though we knew Keevan was good. Redinger had him beat. Redinger did. Redinger was going to beat him. <laughs> Redinger had the first takedown. Nice takedown. Was yeah. hand fighting him well. But then uh, Keevan gets to his feet. Redinger drops to a leg. And well, Connor Redinger, Quaker Valley Jr., took third as a freshman at States. Shout yeah, shout out Connor. Took third as a freshman at States. Fell short last year. I think one match before the blood round. But he was up from 106 to 132. Right? It's a big jump. Now he's he was up to 160. Now he's wrestling 52. Again, big jumps in weight class, but uh, drops down to a leg. Keevan's kicking out. Connor brings his head up, tries to cover. Keevan's butt comes back and pinches his neck, and uh, thankfully it's nothing super serious. Connor was able to come back. It was just a real bad stinger. Um, he had some a lot of tingliness running down his arm, but uh, uh, thankfully from the doctors there, they were able to take care of him. Uh, nothing, nothing bad, and... Uh, I I believe Connor will definitely make a comeback. And Connor, uh, pinning the number two ranked kid in the state uh, in overtime, AJ Corrado. Yeah, Connor LA. had some really uh, awesome wins. Avenged the loss from over the summer. He lost to Tanner O'Haley at Virginia Beach, I believe, like 7-4. to four. No, he pinned him. At the end. He, he, ended up he got pinned? Him. He ended up oh, pinned him. I missed that match. That's he ended, right. He ended up pinning him. Uh, Connor was winning, and O'Haley ended up sticking him late. Well, Connor was winning that match. He was. Uh, yeah. Well, then Connor avenges the loss. He still avenges in the blood round. Um, and then was beating Keevman, uh, and then ended up uh, losing uh, again. Had a default out due to injury, but actually, you give the you give it to Keevman. Keevman or Redinger? He got, he, beat, he got beat by Robinson, eleven nothing. I'd I, rather give it to Robinson. I got I got yeah. Honest, honestly, I was. <laughs> I told you it wasn't an obvious one. Like there was not a whole lot of surprises. Just a lot of really solid wrestling. I would have loved to see Harkins win the triple crown. That would have been sweet. Hark, those of you, I mean, if you watch this podcast, you clearly know wrestling. Uh, you listen to this podcast, you don't watch it, you listen to it. That's, We're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. I'm buying a camera. <laughs> that would be awesome. Love it. Um, Dalton Harkins from Malvern Prep. At the Ironman, as a 14th seed, knocks off multiple nationally ranked wrestlers, goes to the finals against uh, Travis Master Giovanni, the number two in the country from Blair Academy. Sticks him in overtime in a chin whip. Then, after that electric Ironman tournament, 
he goes to Beast as the one seed. Beast of the East as a one seed wins that tournament as well, and goes in the uh, Powerade and ends up losing in the semifinals to Braden Roberts, one uh, nothing, and ends up taking third. So it, yeah, would have been sweet. It to was see one me. nothing, right? It was one nothing. Yeah. Did he take bottom? Go back check. Did he did he oh, take yeah. bottom? Because uh, Roberts uh, is really tough on top, like leg rider, power halfer. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. Couldn't get out. Yeah, Roberts is tough on top, man. He's real strong. All right, moving on to 160. <clears throat> real close one of finals, 3-2. John Martin Best over Jack Bloomer. John Martin Best had a really solid time. Is he committed anywhere? He has to be. Uh, I'm sure I'll look at that later, but uh, yeah. Cause, yeah, because he's really freaking tough. Yeah, real, real dangerous. Uh, Fargo's Fargo runner up. Bloomer's a dangerous wrestler. <clears throat> yes, he You're is. About I, dangerous. Bloomer's I know from experience. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, got power half and pinned in the team states wrestling against Kiski. So Pinner. I know he's a pinner. Uh, Bloomer, this is what we were talking about with uh, Arnold from Sam, the real tough freshman. Bloomer runs into him in the semis and beats him seven to two. On the other side. <laughs> the other the other side the siege shook out. Best took on August Luke Augustine from Waynesburg. Uh, I thought Best was gonna pin him honestly. Uh, Best throws him to his back late in the first period uh, for two and two. Uh, but he yeah he that was a beautiful throw. Best threw him to his back and uh, Augustine had no answer for him for the rest of the match. Not to pick on Augustine, but like I don't know he he might have some upper body woes. That dude has one of the biggest like, upper bodies I've ever seen on a one sixty pounder. Who? Augustine. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like, he like. I feel like whenever he goes upper oh, body, mean, he oh, loses out wrestling. against good wrestling. I remember it's just I don't know why this match popped in my head. I I think someone was, someone I was coaching was in the hole or on deck. Where at? Super thirty two. Oh yeah. And then he was wrestling this kid. I don't know from where, but I think the kid had a mullet. I think he's from Iowa. The kid had a mullet, and the kid was just. Like it, was, it looked like a Greco match. <laughs> it looked like a Greco match, and but I think Augustine just kept going up there. Like Augustine usually does a really good job getting under under hooks and getting bear hugs and jacking people up, but yeah, he was getting jacked up. And well, then yeah, him getting tossed again in the semis. Well, someone who's wrestled him twice now, well, probably not gonna see him again. Probably he's probably gonna get a lot bigger than me. Uh, he's just really good at staying in good position, and he's really good top rider, and he's. Uh, he'll get out on anybody because he's just really fast off the whistle, um, which is how he got the one-point escape against Best. But, yeah, he he just had no answer for him after the throw. Uh, Best escaped from Augustine in 18 seconds into the third period and then took him down late to capitalize the capitalize the win for Best, and Best ends up going to win the tournament. Uh, Again, like, 60 was a weight that I didn't really get to see a whole lot of. Yeah, because uh, of we had one of our guys at one seventy, that I I was uh coaching a lot, and just being in their corner, didn't uh-huh. get, didn't get a whole lot of chance to uh watch some of the one sixty pound matches, unless they were in close vicinity. All right, exactly. So, who you got? Who you think performance at one sixty? I I have my pick, but I want to hear yours. Oh, just watching the finals was Martin Best. Just after watching the finals. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like uh, I went back and watched a couple of his matches. Uh, he's just really solid. I, I don't know my 
I would say either that or my close second might even be my first is uh, unseated Logan Messer from Wadsworth loses to Dylan Sheehy from Council Rock North in the round of 16, 7 to 6, beats him for third and fourth, takes third. That's impressive. That's yeah. always nice to see. Like, I love it when like guys lose and they end up hitting hitting again, and like just like seeing the match one more time. Not only know? that, not only that, he after his Conti two match, he beats Keegan Rothrock in the fourth seed, four to one. Beat the sixth seed, Jack Waymeyer. Rothrock didn't medal. Rothrock didn't medal because that master beat him. He Messer beats Jack Waymeyer, is a tough freshman from Malvern. Beats or not a freshman, he might be a sophomore. I'm not sure. Uh, Messer beats Waymeyer six to three. Beats Brennan, attacks fit Brennan Finnerty from Thomas Jefferson, the eighth seed. Uh, gets a default to Gabe Arnold. Gabe Arnold, I guess, got injured after uh, wrestling Bloomer. And then Majors, she he doesn't just beat him, he majors Sheehy nine to one after losing seven six to him in the in the winter side. So I gotta give I gotta give my pick to uh, Messer. Great one day adjustments. Yeah, and Sheehy, Sheehy had a great tournament too. Um, after Augustine drops to John Martin Best, she pins Augustine, uh, goes on a third and fourth place match, and ends up dropping to Messer. Wow. So, but uh, some I get I get a one sixty performance of the tournament to performance of the weight to Messer. Logan Messer from Wadsworth. Shout out Logan Messer. Yeah, one seventy. That uh, this was a little bit of a shakeup, but one seventy was a heck of a bracket. No, Jeez. I think it was the most loaded weight. I, I agree. I, I think one hundred percent agree. It was freaking loaded. You had state medalists like uh, like uh, like Nick Delp, not may even making it to the blood round. Losing in the winter side to one of your guy, one of our guys, uh, Patrick Cushenberg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sophomore Patrick. Uh, they actually wrestled a couple weeks before at Moondles, mm-hmm. and um, I think the final score was ten to six. Oh, okay. And like Patrick got down uh, big early, and that was kind of like the big adjustment. Is Patrick likes going up her body. And Delp kind of does too. Delp has a, has a nice bear hug, and that was kind of his strategy again. Was hopefully go big against Patrick. Um, our main adjustment was just being smart and kind of not giving up that many points. Right, we can wear him down, chip him down. Um, you know, we kind of st- saw in that first match that uh, Delp doesn't have that great of a gas tank. Um, not sure. I, mean, I don't know. If there was sickness going on around, but we we're like, hey, like we got to give ourselves an opportunity to win this match late and. Uh, we did exactly that. We were losing four to three, uh, going into the third period. Delp chose bottom. Patrick's really tough on top. Uh, was really working, um, and really Delp did not come up off the bottom on off his chest. Got hit with a stall point, four four to tie it up. Twenty seconds left. Patrick has a boot in. He's working at cross face, hips him over, gets gets three three near fall for the win. That was beautiful. Yeah, he really looked good in that match. Shout yeah. out to Patrick. Yeah, I mean, he as a freshman, we had high hopes for him, um, especially being a whoopie runner-up, uh, losing to Thane Lawrence. Um, actually made Thane go the distance. Um, he, he was pinning everybody uh, and or teching everybody early. So going into the regional tournament, he had, he hit a couple tough seniors. Um, Shout-out to Cole Sosong, who graduated from uh, – Portage. Oh yeah, he was on my Disney team back my sophomore year. Yeah, um, and I think I forget who else he lost to, uh, but yeah, we 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 were kind of hoping to maybe get him to that state tournament. He's a multiple PJW state medalist, but um, again, having him especially in this deep of a weight class, we knew it was going to be a tall order. But 
he definitely got some good matches in, got some good wins, and uh, I'm excited to see how he does the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, a couple guys really performed well in this tournament. Like you said, you were talking about uh, Patrick. Oh, uh, uh, for me, it's maxed out. Uh, for yeah. me. I mean, yeah, he ended up losing he ended up losing a tough match to Pinto, but I mean, he was I mean, he has he has a crazy motor. He does. Um another one, honestly, was my pick for uh tor- um best in the weight was uh Tyler Stolzvis, the champ. Um so to- so Stolzvis beat Shane Reitzman from Howe 5-2 in the finals. Mm-hmm. Um Ended up beating so Connor O'Neill. Yeah, the second weight were the ones he didn't make the finals. Yeah, that was this is the second weight that the ones he did not make the finals. Uh, O'Neill actually got ejected from the tournament for a, uh, I, I guess there was a controversial call, which I, I agree was controversial. I guess words were said. Uh, Wrights ended up winning uh, by DQ, uh, but Stoltzis beat Wrightsma, who beat O'Neill because O'Neill if O'Neill hadn't got ejected, Wrightsma still would have beat him. I have to go back and watch it. I didn't know there was an ejection. Yeah. I didn't hear anyone talking about it. Yeah, yeah. But so it was New Jersey attitudes. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, but Stoltzfus pulls out a one nothing against Max Stout. And you said Max Stout, pretty hot this year. Uh, kid doesn't stop moving. So, what, it's sophomore? Yep. Really, jeez. Young. <laughs> Beats the... Um, Triple A state champ from last year, Trey Cobb. I had a close match with him my junior year. Man, I had Cobb coming out of that with a win. Uh, I no, I didn't. I knew St- I had Stoltzis beating him. Uh, I think he beat him before. Cobb's was, fun. I'm a fan of Cobb too. He, he does not stop moving. He does not stop moving. And he's dangerous too. Yeah. Like he's a penner. He, yep. He is a he is a penner. Uh, but Stoltzis beat him four to three, and then beats Reitzman five to two. So, for that reason, I think Stoltzis gets. Uh, the 170 OW? Yep, 170 OW. Moving on to 182. Uh, finals match, Gary Ninehouse and Cole Reese. 10 nothing Ninehouse. Man, Cole Reese used to live in my basement. <laughs> That's right, yeah. He lived in my basement for like two summers. My Remember in fifth grade that summer uh, when we went to those jewel duels out in New Jersey, me and him, uh, sleeping in your basement and then... Yeah, carpooling. Went on the road the next day. Yeah. Uh, uh, middle, the middle school guys... Um, Abandoned us on the boardwalk. Um, Mike. Yeah, Mikey, oh, wait, yeah. Mikey, My brother and I. Yeah, yeah. Mikey J. <laughs> yeah, all those guys. Shout out to all you guys for abandoning me and Cole yeah, years Cole, ago. Cole was basically a Shaler kid. Uh, yeah, so we uh, really close with the Cole Reese family. Shout out to the shout out to Cole and his family. Uh, it was nice catching up with them over the weekend. Um, yeah, so Cole used to, again, live in my basement. <laughs> He's basically like a boarding program for a summer. And it was basically just for him to go down with my dad every day, um, get private sessions with uh, him and a couple other partners, and again just doing a lot of technique, a lot of drilling, and I mean, I mean, Cole was never Cole was always under the radar for a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't really start coming on until uh, kind of his eighth grade year, and um, we were very excited whenever he told us that he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go wrestle at Wyoming Seminary." Probably, I think the best. I mean, I think he, I think Wyoming Seminary uh, is up there with Blair. I mean, they can go back and forth. Who's what's the best school uh, for wrestling? But uh, was really excited for him. Uh, he definitely has the opportunity to do a lot of great things. I mean, he's just got to worry about staying healthy. I know he had some knee issues, but I'm glad he's finally starting to step in. Ironman medalist. 
uh, Powerade finalist. Uh, definitely excited to see him put it on, uh, especially late in the season yeah. at, at Nationals. Absolutely. Uh, my pick's pretty easy for <clears throat> 182 OW, and that's Donovan McMillan from Peters Township. Unseated. Um, the one to, the match to drop him down into the the consolations was a four two loss to Cole Reese who ended up making the finals. Um, McMillan he ended uh, up beating Winesen right for he beat, in the Conti semis. No, he beat Winesen for third and fourth. Um, he gets a first round pin. Oh, I thought it was when he dropped down. Yeah, gets the sixth seed in the round of sixteen. Um, Zion Zion Carpenter from Oscar Smith, Virginia, texts him fifteen to nothing. That's just PA wrestling right there. Yeah, that's the sixth. These Virginia guys and Texas guys can't handle us on top, man. Yeah, absolutely. Quarterfinals, he lost to Reese. Uh, Conti round of four. Pins Bryce McCloskey from Reynolds. Beats the seventh seed uh, uh, from Mason. Uh, Owen Ambergy? Ambergy? Whatever. I can't, sorry if, I, if you're listening to this and I just butcher your name. Uh, you're probably from Ohio. You're probably not listening. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, but McMillan beats him in the Conti five round, gets the fourth seed. Nathan Warden from Christiansburg, Virginia, beats him six nothing, and then goes on to pin Winesen in the third place match. So, I don't know. I forget. I, we were watching, but I was kind of zoning out watching that match. Um, no, no, I was watching the Conti semi. I didn't see. That. I missed the third and fourth place match. Right. Conti semi against the uh, fourth seed. Yeah. One. He is tough with those legs, man. And he's up, and he's up real high too. He got real big uh, during football season. He, well, I know his freshman year he wrestled thirty two, <laughs> and he bumped, he jumped all the way to like fifty two or sixty. So he was he was fifty two to start, and uh, with Colton Jezero moving down to one fifty two, sent McMillan up to sixty, and even then he still had a great tournament. He made Jake Richardson, who uh, another one of our guys now Utah, uh, Pleasant Grove Utah. Shout out to Jake. Uh, made him sweat early. Uh, so McMillan, yeah, getting real he big from 160. Yeah, it's it's impressive seeing those guys like make those types of jumps and weight. Yeah, and still be very very competitive. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I went one thirty two, one twenty six, one forty five, one fifty. I guess one one twenty six to one forty five is kind of a big. That's jump. a big jump. That's yeah. like that's that's a handful. I of also classes. cut my freaking nuts off for one twenty six. I that was probably the most miserable cut of my life. I remember uh, eighteen pounds in six days for sections. That was terrible. That picture is bad. Ugh. Don't remind me. Well, I might tweet that out. One ninety five. Yeah, moving on to one ninety five. This uh, this actually was the last match of the night. Uh, Luke Stout and Nick Feldman. Probably the two most jacked dudes in the whole tournament. Oh my god! And Stout, uh, being the big senior that he is, Feldman. Equally matched his strength as a sophomore. Top five pound for pound jack to the whole tournament. I would go, no particular order. Stout, Feldman, Buzakis, Braden Roberts. And Noonan. And probably, yeah, I was going to say Patrick Noonan. Ah, uh, uh, read your mind. <laughs> I was, was going to say Patrick Noonan. Probably just the most shredded dudes. Jack dudes. Yeah, Noonan, I, saw, I was watching Noonan walk around. He's got a bull neck. Uh, oh, yeah. he's, he's, as, he's as wide as a truck. That's like he's just his wide he's just lats and shoulders. Yeah. Um, actually actually, not gonna lie, I kinda left early. <laughs> <laughs> I needed sleep. <laughs> I was hurting, recovering from a cold and uh 
and uh, it's just you know, for I don't know, they did actually. I actually liked having the finals earlier. Uh, yeah. And like, I mean, it's things having them all at once, but it, I mean, get in, get out. You know. But the one, the one thing that kind of hindered the Powerade experience, no highlight reel. Oh yeah, they didn't do the video. You know, Chance would have been on that. Yeah, I know. They did. They usually do a highlight video before the final start. Oh, for the parade of champions. All his headlocks and electricity. I'm surprised. I don't know why they didn't do it. I'm surprised there weren't a lot of flow guys there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, what the heck, flow? Yeah. Come on, flow. Come on. Too busy suing Willie Sailor. <laughs> free Willie. Free Has- Willie. Hashtag Free Willie. I know Willie follows me on Twitter, so hashtag Free Willie. <laughs> All my tweets are gonna end with Free Willie. Uh, uh, so you, <clears throat> I, I honestly, my pick of <clears throat> the one ninety five OW Austin Wally. <clears throat> Dude, I love watching Austin Wally. Dangerous wrestler. He's fun. Yeah, he doesn't look like he, no offense. He doesn't look like he would be a solid, like you know, he, he's not like shredded. He's not built like Stout or Feldman. He's yeah, he's lanky. He's just long, lanky. You know, don't expect nothing much from him. But boom, he's like he's. He's freaking good. Yeah, and he is kind of a product of, uh, you don't have to be from a big school to be good. Elwood City. He's basically his only team. No, they. Who's that one guy they have on their team? I've I've never seen him before. He's like a lighter weight. Um, not sure. Um, Elwood City. Um, what's his name? Galenz. Oh yeah. No, not him. Uh, he wrestles for us. Ben Ben Glenz. Was it, I mean, this kid might not have been from Elwood City then. <laughs> Are you talking about Alberts? Because Alberts graduated last year. Not Alberts. I forget the kid's name. But yeah. Um, kid had a big afro. He might not be from Elwood City. Yeah, but it looked like an Elwood City singlet. I think it had EC on it. I don't know. Or I thought, I don't know. Making stuff up, Austin. I don't know. I'm seeing things. <laughs> but yeah, Elwood City brought four guys to, and, to Powerade. And with Pitzer out, I mean, I, we don't know how long he's going to be out for. But, I mean, I think Wally might be a clear favorite, at least for me, uh, yeah. uh, going into the uh, postseason at 95. Yeah. But the reason why I think he got 195 OW is uh, his win over Braden Roskowski from Kiski, the fourth seed. Uh, Wally was a three, and Roskowski was the four. You would think a three versus a four would be close, right? Ten to five. Oh, I think it's just a really bad style matchup. Roskowski, a little shorter, a little stockier. And, um, I mean, looking back from last year, like watching Wally against Bryson Miller, uh, Wally just had his number. And yeah. I think he does really well against those shorter guys. You know, gets easier to locks on his cradles, turns, takedowns, getting the legs. But, yeah, Austin Wally uh, gets the gets the pin in the third-place match against Leparo from Wadsworth, the fifth seed. Shout out to Gladiators. Yeah, Gladiator built. All right, 220. One of the OGs. Uh, Braxton Amos and Kobe Franklin. Jump around. Shout out Wisconsin. <laughs> They're getting a stud. Amos is a stud. But I'll tell you what, Kobe Franklin. Shout out to Kobe Franklin. Russell for us. Uh, Wildwood. Yeah. Back in the day. Way back in the day. Our uh, elementary heavyweight. Dude, like looking at back, like seeing a picture of Kobe back in the day and seeing him now. He is huge. He is Colby, and he, but he's like, he's fit. He's, he's super fit. Yeah, <laughs> that man is a unit. Uh, so the score was only six to two. Amos 
Amos basically owned the match, but Franklin wasn't letting him bully him because. Oh yeah, Franklin kept coming. Yeah, Franklin was not gonna let him let Amos push him around. Uh, the score so it was six to two. Amos ended up turning him in third period when uh, Franklin took bottom, but Amos only took him down once. So Franklin made him sweat for sure. Has here's my question: Have Dorian Crosby and Colby Franklin wrestled? I'm sure they have. Ever? I'm sure they have. In a match? But Because I, cause like, I was really upset that we didn't get to see that. I mean, like, I, like, I would have thought Crosby would have at least been the... Who was the three seed? Uh, Cameron Wood from Montoursville. Really? Yeah. Uh, outside of... Uh, yeah. I don't know who that is. I, I can't say I do either. Sorry. Montoursville guy's coming out of nowhere and doing really well. Yeah. Kel Krebs. Kel Krebs, I wrestled him in the um, one of the Conti rounds after losing. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention Krebs. Yeah. Oh, Kre- yeah. Krebs had a really good tournament. Kre- Kel Krebs at 170 ended up uh, having a really good the tournament. The loaded 170. A loaded 170. Rocking bracket. dudes left and right. Not Whooped on Delp to, to eliminate him. 12 7. Yeah. And then pinned um, double A state runner up, Trent Soltice from Freedom. Pinned him. Oh yeah, it was like a. He was on bottom. Uh, Krebs had a half in, and Trent, I guess, tried to roll through with a half in. Got paid for paid the price. That's one thing I credit. Uh, I credit Krebs heavy, heavily is his uh, his top work. Uh, I wrestled Krebs in the Conti round my, last year after dropping in the winner's side to Alex Weber from Thomas Jefferson. He's now at UPJ. Uh, I wrestled Krebs, who I knew he was tough because he was a NHSCA medalist. His freshman Man, year. Krebs is up at seventy. He was a 52 last year. Yeah, yeah. he jumped some weights. Yeah. So, knew, and I knew what I was getting into. Kid was tough. Uh, I dumped him early in the first period, put him in his back, uh, went up 4 nothing. Second period, he goes top. So, at <laughs> He's that one point, of those guys. At the, at the point, Thumbs at, up. In my head, I'm like... I'm oh. a fan. I'm a fan. If he picks top, I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, oh, God. I mean, I'm... I'm Krebs, I mean, I'm only 5'5". Five five. Krebs is like 5'10". And uh, he... Really, he really was just working me on top, and then I ended up taking him down in the third period. But yeah, Krebs had a really good tournament, one seventy. But tournament, two twenty OW. I think. Oh, it's obviously Amos, but like you know who had, who like he like stood out. I mean, Crosby got a pin going for third. Yeah, but we also had a uh, unseeded take seventh. Uh, Evan Miller from Cannon Mac, hometown boy. How many medalists did Cannon Mac have? Being the being the home. They had, oh a chunk, they had a chunk for sure. They had, uh, let's see, Jacob Hoop took 7th and 106. <clears throat> Not, they had 4. Ninehouse won it. Won it in 182. Evan Miller took 7th. Oh, the big boys. GMR Ramos took 3rd, yeah. Big boys. <laughs> yeah. Kenemak yeah, had a pretty good tournament. Took 4th overall. I think they had a lot of guys in the blood round. Yeah. I know Rahaley. I think Costa Moore might have been in the blood round. Raw Haley. Yeah, you said Oh, you said that already. <coughs> uh, so, yeah, Evan Miller. Evan Miller had a really tough tournament. Did he knock off any seated guys? Uh, let's check that. Yeah, he beat the seventh seed 3 nothing. Nice. Uh, and then lost a close one to Dylan Ferretti from Hempfield 3-1. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and, man... Uh, now we're kind of jumping up into heavyweight. Cole Deary 
Like he must have made some jumps. Uh, going going to Malvern. Yeah. Like being in their room, being with that coaching staff. I mean, because he lost to uh, Vance at the state tournament last year as a freshman. Did he really? Yeah. I think they were saying that stat. Wow. Um, uh, during the tournament. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, I think they wrestled last year, and, and I think Geary ended up placing eighth at the PIAA state tournament. Yeah, because he was a Garnet Valley guy before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, man, him making jumps, I think he he had that match controlled all the way, poised, um, didn't get out of position, and I mean, I mean, I, I think I think I think that's why heavy. I mean, Vance, he tries to wrestle like a lightweight. I mean, he's very technical. He's got good offense on his feet. Has a good shot for a heavyweight, and, and he's a big heavyweight. He is. Uh, he's, he's a big heavyweight, and he can move, man. I think he's in the two seventies or two sixties, something like that. But you play that game, you, you mean it's a lot of weight. You got to shoot up, shoot up under, you know. And, and I think Deary moved better than Vance did. Well, yeah, Deary, I think was just really good defensively. Um, when it comes to, I guess, heavyweight wrestling, I think it's really just all about positioning, and that's how it can kind of get to that, just you know, one one. You know, ride out. You know, heavyweight match style because you know you you don't want to shoot on three hundred pounds of man. You know, <laughs> that's a lot of weight to have falling down on you when you're shooting. You know, so I mean, I give props for Isaiah for I mean, having his style. You know how he wrestles. I mean, I mean, you mean you look at Gable Stevenson and stuff like that. It's uh, I man can do a backflip. Yeah, it's heavyweight. Yeah, it's the it's the era of the athletic heavyweight and. Um, Vance is trying to carry that torch, which I like. He's being offensive. He's taking risks. Uh, I definitely see Vance doing really well at the state tournament. Hundred percent. And uh, I mean, I think the, wait the Deary win, the Deary win the triple crown. Did he go to? I, he I think at, you're right. Yeah, did he win the triple crown? Shout out to Cool Deary. Did he win Beast? That's that's an easy find. Wins Iron Man. <laughs> As a soft, as a sophomore, is he a redshirt sophomore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he a redshirt sophomore? A redshirt, redshirt sophomore? <laughs> Those exist. They, yeah, you're right. Uh, no, actually, Deary did not. Win. No, he didn't. He lost in overtime to uh, uh, Max Millen from Perry. No. Which is actually wait, isn't that the kid who he beat? And I, I, that's the kid who beat in Iron Man. Yeah, uh huh. And Millen beat from him uh, Blair from right? Perry. Oh Perry. And then Katka major Hunter Katka from Sun Valley majored him in the finals. Oh, that he would have hit Katka in the finals. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Katka probably would have worked him. <laughs> I think you're right. So my pick for heavyweight OW, Dawson Dietz. Oh yeah, Dirty Dietz. Shout out Dawson Deeds. So, he had pneumonia. Dude, he, he was sick as a dog. That's what, yeah. He was so sick. That's, I, not, that's not why I was going to give it to him, but yeah, that definitely plays into it. Dude, Dawson Deeds picked top. Picked <laughs> top. Dude's a killer. Arm bars and tilts. When was the last time you saw a heavyweight hit a roll through tilt? Never. <laughs> Never. Dawson Deeds is a man. I don't think I've ever seen a heavyweight hit a Best roll. I remember back, like, middle school, uh... Like or back when he was in middle school and like we were traveling to like Virginia Beach and Wildwood, and he would like come up big for us like on for our adult teams. Yeah, um, you're right. Like, I remember. We, it would come down to heavyweight and like we'd go out there, we just pick top. He'd start tilting dudes. I remember he wrestled a freaking dudes. unit from Young Guns, uh, 
I don't remember his name, but it was a Virginia Beach one year, and he pinned him. Oh. I think it was for the win. Deeds. Dirty Deeds. He, uh, he, lo- he gets pinned in the round of 16 by the eighth seed. Okay. Didn't, didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he gets so pinned by that kid, and then he turns Well, he around. was beating him. He was beating the heck out of him. Oh, uh, yeah. He was beating him up. And then uh, they ended up, Dawson gets revenge and wrestles him for fifth. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. So after and, then, he, and then pins him. So he gets pinned by uh, the eighth seed from Howell. He wins, where is he at? Pins Camus from Stroudsburg. Well, he had like six pins. Dawson had like six pins. Wow, yeah. 39 second pin, 45 second pin, minute 57 pin, and then drops a 6-2 decision, Stone Joseph from Kiski. Oh, I hope, I hope Stone's all right. Oh, yeah, so that was that was pretty nasty. And then pins the kid who knocked him out of the winner's side. Take fifth. Mm-hmm. Dawson Deeds. Dawson Deeds. What a guy. I would have liked to see him against the Ken and Matt kid. Oh, yeah, Ramos. But, yeah, but they'll see each other at Whitfields. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. What a what a power a tournament this year! Hey, Quaker Valley didn't finish last. Quaker, <laughs> we had half a team, uh, and uh, Seneca Valley finished in top ten. What was it sixth? Sixth place, which is actually um, looking at the record books, that was the highest Seneca Valley's ever placed at Ironman. Or I keep saying Ironman, Powerade. We're talking about Powerade. This what, is the Powerade what, podcast. What did Seneca place last year? Eleventh, I believe. Dang. So we the fact that we placed ahead of some pretty tough teams were. We we placed behind Waynesburg and Cannon Mac as the uh, the two Whipple teams that placed ahead of us, but um, look at that Whipple uh, six seven eight Seneca Valley Hempfield and Kiski. Neatho Norwin in there at nine. Yeah, um, Seneca Valley had one hundred thirty team points. Hempfield had one hundred ten and a half. Kiski had one hundred six. baby. Team Whipple. Team Whipple. Um, so team title went to Wyoming Seminary. Not sure if anybody was surprised about that. They had two hundred and seventy two points. They've they, won it the they've won it the four of the last five years and the one they didn't win, they didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh behind them was Malvern Prep with hundred and seventy eight. That big of a deficit. <laughs> well, Wyoming Seminary placed everybody but the one oh six. And they, and they didn't even bring a one ninety five because uh Kyle Costello's hurt. No way. So Dang. they brought Don't even four- have a backup. Yeah, they brought. I guess not. They brought a full a full roster minus one ninety five, and everybody placed the minus one hundred six. Brandon Cernus at one thirteen took third. Gregor McNeil at one twenty took fourth. Buzakis second. Drew Munch third. Bo Bartlett first. Michael McNeil first. Connor McKeevman sixth. Gabe Arnold sixth. Andrew Donahue eighth. Cole Reese second. Colby Franklin second, and Nate Miller seventh. So everybody in Wyoming Seminary minus one in sixth place. Dang. So that's, that's a lot how, of points. That, yeah, that's a lot of a lot of team points to score. Jeez. Can't wait for Powerade next season. Yeah, but maybe this time I'll have two legs. And Hopefully. <laughs> you're walking okay. We were worried that we weren't going to be able to go back. <laughs> Shout out Connor Redinger. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're getting us. Hopefully having Quaker Valley come back next year. Quaker Valley will be back. Kutchenberg's going to place too. Oh, you bet. Uh, can't wait for the rest of the season. Uh, I've been really lacking on posting stuff on Twitter and stuff and coming out with episodes. But, you know, been really busy. Got a new job. Uh, you know, wrestling season, a lot of practices. Um, there's really no time. I go to work, go straight to practice, and then just go to sleep. <laughs> That's it. 
you know. Beat after a rough day, I get that. Yeah. So, uh, looking forward to hopefully putting more stuff out there. Thank you, Nick. Of course. For being on. I mean, we've been talking about this to have doing an episode together. Yeah. As soon as you guys shouted me out from uh, Alejandro's commitment. Yeah. I'm like, get me on. Yeah. I'll well, absolutely talk with you. Yeah. Glad we were able to do it. Uh, definitely should have you on again, and uh, you know, maybe we can do either like a preview episode for like nationals or something. Oh yeah. Yes, when the seed, when the seeds come out. Mm-hmm. Tell you about that. Yeah, we can talk about some of the American guys. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, for uh, Americans at Midlands right now, they got a couple guys fighting through. Oh, yeah, I gotta go. Up. I gotta go watch and get caught up on that. All right, thanks everybody for listening. This is Austin Heinel, your host. And Nick Montalbano, uh, where can they follow you? Uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, Nick Montalbano. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Nick Monty seventy four. Uh, I guess Facebook too. Yeah, <laughs> add me as a friend. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, follow at Just the WrestlePod on Twitter and Just the WrestlePod on Instagram. Still haven't done anything with the Instagram, but still follow it just in case. Yeah. Uh, More to come. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.